20 years ago, the downtown business district of Columbia, South Carolina, specifically Main Street, was a source of embarrassment for local residents. Skip ahead to 2020, and downtown Columbia is now an incredible source of pride. The weekly Soda City Market, restaurants and bars, student housing, regular housing, the Nickelodeon Movie Theater, the Mass General Store, Hall's Chop House, it has been a remarkable 20 years. There have been a lot of milestones in the progress of Main Street in Columbia, and there have been many who have contributed to this transformation. One of them is Matt Kennel, the president and CEO of the City Centre Partnership. In this interview with Matt Kennel, we are going to look at the past, the present reality of 2020, and the future of Columbia, South Carolina's Main Street District. Matt, what is the mission of the City Centre Partnership? Our mission is to make downtown a livable place, a place to live, a place to shop, a place to do business. And uh, we've been really focusing on that for about 20 years now. Talk a little about the origins of the City Centre Partnership. Well, I think back in the late 90s, uh, downtown Columbia and the Main Street area in particular was sort of at its low point. And, uh, the merchants and property owners wanted more, so they basically transformed a small one-person merchants association into the city center partnership. They actually uh, went to the city uh, using some existing legislation that was in South Carolina law, formed a special tax district known as a business improvement district for the heart of downtown, and then uh, developed a, a improvement plan uh, in five-year and now 10-year intervals on how to turn around the fortunes of the area. And, and we've been very focused on that now for about two decades. What were some of the milestones over the past 20 years? I think some of the milestones were uh, getting the office market back in gear and uh, when Nelson Mullins signed a lease and took most of the space in the Meridian building and that broke ground, I think that really gave people confidence uh, in the future. I think uh, right along that time, uh, Tom Priyareshi and his son Jeff started focusing on residential. They were, they were true believers that people would want to live downtown, even though there were a lot of naysayers. And they renovated about five uh, historic buildings and uh, demonstrated that it could become a place to live. And then people started moving downtown. I think maybe the next milestone, uh, well, two that I can think of, was student housing. Uh, there weren't resident student housing here even 10 years ago. And when uh, SCANA moved out, now Dominion Energy, uh, that was a very dark day. I, I still remember it, it was on a Thursday. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, and we were very worried about downtown. We had an empty 450,000 square foot office building very concerned. But we were fortunate that a developer came in from Texas and uh, transformed the old SCANA headquarters into the hub, which now houses about 800 young people. Uh, they have really helped downtown, and, and not only with shopping and, and restaurants, but they, they also have created an energy downtown that you just couldn't, you couldn't buy it. I mean, it's been, been wonderful for the area. And, uh, and then following that uh, may have been, uh, I, I mentioned livability. We were very focused on making people feel very safe downtown. Uh, the area was very clean. It became very beautiful after a major streetscaping project by the city. It was really the establishment of the Soda City Market. Uh, Emil de Felice was recruited by Mayor Benjamin uh, to move the Soda City Market uh, to Main Street. 
and uh, it, it's been an incredible success. I mean, drawing literally thousands of people downtown every Saturday and uh, took a day that was very slow for retail and restaurants into their best day of the week. So, uh, uh, you know, those, those are really the things that I think have, have, have transformed the area. Matt, let's talk about the safety issue. Is downtown safe? And that, that was certainly the perception 20 years ago. I think people were afraid to come downtown, particularly after five o'clock. It was the kind of place you would come to go to the bank or to go to the city hall, but you wouldn't come down at night unless you had to. We, we really initially uh, focused on it ourselves. We worked with the Columbia Police. We uh, established the uh, Clean and Safe Ambassadors, affectionately called the Yellow Shirts. Uh, which are down here from 7 in the morning to 11 o'clock at night to, to make people feel safe downtown. They, they, they are the eyes on the street all the time and they are on speed dial with the Columbia Police if there ever were any real criminal incidents. Uh, the fact of the matter is we had very little serious crime downtown but there was a perception uh, that there was crime and that's just as bad for business. Uh, so we focused on that. Uh, homelessness continued to be a problem. Um, there just wasn't any resources except for the Oliver Gospel Mission and a couple of other uh, small uh, local religious entities. There really wasn't play any place and there was really almost no places for women. They were just for men. Uh, a group of business leaders in Columbia, the Columbia Chamber, Ike McLeese, Mac Bennett, uh, others, the late Mike, Ike McLeese, um, worked uh, together. We had people like Don Tomlin and major business leaders involved. Lee Bussell came up with the idea for, for Transitions, a facility where people not only would be sheltered, but they could transition to a better life. Uh, that has been open almost a decade now, has, has tremendous leadership, and literally has moved thousands of people into permanent housing. And uh, we still have homeless people. Some people come in and out of homelessness. We still have people that arrive from other parts of the, the country. We are a mobile society, but uh, the numbers are down. The numbers are down significantly from where they were, and uh, now there are resources. When somebody is, uh, is on the sidewalk or is uh, being disruptive because of homelessness, not because of homelessness, but perhaps mental problems or something like that, uh, there's a place for people to go. They can go and get help now, and they, that didn't exist before. So. Uh, that situation is much, much better. And, and we've learned. Our Yellow Shirt Ambassadors have learned how to help the homeless. We're not sweeping them out of downtown. We're trying to get them to where they can get help. And the police uh, have become much more sophisticated and under Chief Holbrook's leadership do a tremendous job. So uh, that's, that's I, and if you look at other cities, uh, I think we're doing a far better job than most others. That's something I urge Colombians that may be concerned about the current situation here in Columbia is go, go somewhere else <laughs> and you'll, you'll see how good we, we handle that situation and how, how well we do it. Matt, let's talk about 2020 and the reality of COVID-19. What impact has it had on Main Street and the Business Improvement District? Well, 2020, um, ironically, in February, uh, we held a meeting where it was popping the corks. We were announcing that we were getting ready to move forward with renewing the Business Improvement District or the Main Street District program for 10 more years. We invited our stakeholders in. Uh, I had the flu actually at that meeting, but even then it was a celebration. Everybody was, you know, my gosh, downtown is more successful than we ever dreamed it would be. Bigger, better, more, 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 more restaurants, more shops, more living, more, uh, sociability downtown. That was really one of the moves was putting in outdoor tables and, 
encouraging more gatherings downtown, all those kind of things. And then a month later, COVID hit. Uh, it was devastating. You know, we really didn't know what the future was going to be. Um, we worked with the city of Columbia, particularly the city economic development department. I'll give them a shout out, Ryan Coleman and his staff and surveyed. We actually went to the businesses and says, what can we do to help you? What do you need? And uh, got in gear. And very quickly, uh, the city established some small business loans. Uh, they established some marketing. We, we, we worked uh, daily to get the word out about which businesses were open and what their new hours were and what safety precautions they were taking. And, um, and, and then things got better. I think people, I like to use the word resilient, um, and creative. Uh, the merchants did things that I couldn't imagine they would do. Um, you know, some of them greatly increased their online presence. Um, some moved outdoors. You know, they established different protocols. Merchants were, some of our gift shops were handing people their, their packages at the door. You know, they'd put a table and greet people. What do you want? It was almost like the old liquor stores. And, um, but through that, um, I think we got through the really rough part. So the street level merchants are doing, I won't say they're doing well because they're not, uh, but they're still in business. Uh, we've only lost two restaurants that I know of, uh, and they were both sort of franchise chain restaurants. Not that that matters, but the, what's important is the local long-term businesses have survived. And uh, ironically, I don't know, ironic, maybe not the right word, but surprisingly maybe, um, big developments going forward. Talk about them. What are some of the projects that we can look for over the next couple of years? We have a, a couple under construction right now. Uh, ben Arnold and the Arnold Company is doing Palms on Lady is what they call it, which is new construction, a new high-end residential multifamily and retail construction. Uh, we have not seen a residential high-rise, a rental residential high-rise downtown in a long, long time. Uh, so it is significant, and I think it will establish uh, higher rents, perhaps, than we've seen per square foot uh, in the downtown area. Very luxurious windows overlooking uh, the State House and, and the Vista. Um, that is under construction now, will be open for business next year. The Edge, another major student housing project, which has been at least three years in the making. It's gone through many levels of approval, um, but it, next to the Richland Library, between that and Washington Street, will be a 600 or so student, uh, another tower about 15 stories high, retail at the bottom, um, very significant new student housing, which will, I think, will do many of the things that the hub has done for not only Main Street, but also for the Vista. Just up the road from that, the old uh, Veterans Affairs building, uh, which on Assembly Street, which uh, was about to be torn down. Uh, the federal government was going to tear it down and build a parking lot and uh, we, uh, we worked uh, with the mayor and with Historic Columbia to say that can't happen, that's a prime corner, it's an historic building, it needs to be saved. That also is being developed as a luxury residential project. It's going to have a rooftop zero-edge pool overlooking Finley Park. Um, very dramatic and that, that is moving forward through the approval process now. And then a couple of smaller projects. Uh, Frank Kaysen, who's done so much work in North Main Street in the past few years, uh, is a little south of North Main now and is doing a couple of projects in, in our district. He's doing in the 1700 block of Main Street, a former state office building. He's converting, as we speak, to apartments and commercial retail uses uh, kind of across from uh, Main Street United Methodist Church. 
And then over on Marion Street, on the back side of Baptist Hospital, uh, he built a new office building, a new construction on a vacant lot that now houses a local boutique law firm. So, uh, and, and then, I guess, and not to forget it, uh, the old uh, Keenan buildings at Lady and Sumter are in the final stages. Uh, David Tuttle and his wife uh, are doing a uh, multifamily uh, historic uh, apartment project. They recently did the old bakery in Five Points and did a beautiful job with that and uh, I'm sure we'll do a beautiful job with this one, and that is also in the final stages of construction. So in early 2021, we'll have two new beautiful residential projects, one uh, new construction, one historic. Um, hopefully by then, the VA building will be under construction, the edge will be under construction, and uh, even in this downturn, I'd have to bring out a calculator, but I think you're talking perhaps $200 million of new development. So we're, we're, we're excited about that, and, and Makes, makes us feel uh, somewhat better about the future. What are you most proud of in terms of accomplishments with the downtown district? I think what I'm most proud of, and it's, it's not so much physical, it's psychological. I am, uh, when I moved here 20 years ago from Virginia, uh, people did not, uh, were not proud of their downtown. They were, they were, uh, they were proud of the Vista because it had started getting some traction at that point. And Five Points, of course, is, is, is legendary. but. Uh, the Main Street area, people would apologize for it. They would say, oh gosh, you know what, you know, it's just, uh, we're, you know, just, we don't come there, or we don't like coming there, we only come there to pay our taxes or whatever. And now people come voluntarily. They come and they're happy. Uh, when I come down to Soda City Market on a Saturday and see literally thousands of smiling faces and dogs and uh, children and laughing and eating uh, street food and I think I'm just proud of the fact that people are proud of their downtown and, and thus proud of their city. And um, I feel really good about that.